What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome in to a special version of A to Z Sports Picks. Brad and I are going to have a great show for you this Saturday and get you all set up for the college football playoff. Brian, my man, looking sharp indeed, dude. How we doing? Thanks, brother. Doing great. Congrats on that huge Vols uh, win last night. It's a, a thunder under uh, that we both uh, liked as well. You were a little more confident in it than me, and that was uh easy breezy winner so uh yeah uh nc state did not pan out for me ucla first half worked out ucla game not so much but those are some great games yesterday man great games dude great games and we're going to talk about that one second everybody welcome in a to z sports picks uh i'm alan bell cbs sports line alongside brian edwards of vegasinsider.com a to z sports picks is brought to you every generally friday but saturday because you know it's new year's eve and the college football playoff brought to you by bet mgm the king of sports books Everybody, uh, on the app, uh, bet MGM code, use promo code A to Z sports to get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000 on pro football. That is bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, couple Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. All right, so before we jump into the college football playoff, I do want to hit on yesterday real quick. Dude, one, you were right. Great games, right? And, and I, I, I like this part now. Because we get to big bowl games, big teams, and you generally don't have a lot of, you know, like, I was going to say opt out, like, from the team. Like, yeah, you're going to have players for sure. But, like, these teams generally take these games pretty seriously, right? Like, you're going to have good action. So, I'm fired up for everything that we have today. And, yeah, big shout-out, Tennessee, man. That was a huge win. Good for Joe Milton. Uh, Good for our – Yeah, dude, he did, man. Good for our unders. Uh, good for Tennessee second half team total over 13 and a half nailed on that one. Like, dude, that was, we, we made some nice, do we stacked a few tokens on that game last night? I was happy about it. He, he might, he might be an attractive dark horse sleeper Heisman uh, pick. I, I would, I would want to get long, long odds. I don't know. Have you seen any 2023 20, Heisman odds yet? I haven't. I haven't. I have, I have like, not it, either. It's going to be out soon though. Yeah. No, I mean, it's going to be fascinating. I can't wait to see what Joe, what, NFL teams do with Joe Milton at the combine because they're going to look and see an arm that can throw it, you know, he's uh, got a grown man arm and dude. size. He's got it all, man. It's just, if it's, if it gets his accuracy going and being in Hypel's offense another year, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see indeed, man. I know. All right, let's get into it, man. College football playoff today. All right, let me get you the freshest odds here. Um, all right. So first game, uh, 3 p.m. Central, we got TCU, Michigan. All right, Michigan, seven and a half point favorite. We got a total 57 and a half. It's dropped, uh, you know, from 58 and a half to 58, now sitting at 57 and a half. All right, so I know we talked about it yesterday, but I mean, let, let, let's let's go through them. Let's go through them, man. So what do you got here? I'll let you go first. Yeah, so um, like I said yesterday, for our listeners that did not um, catch us yesterday, uh, my lean is to TCU, but I just kind of wish I was getting a little more points. And um, AB made a few points that made me think I, I should probably be patient and wait uh, and, and hope Michigan gets out to an early lead and try to get TCU in game um, as a double digit underdog. With you know, let's say Michigan gets out to a seven nothing, fourteen three lead, whatever, and the end game line with TCU catching double digits. Um I lean their way plus seven and a half. Uh and still really no movement 
uh, on this game. Now, I, I, I lean to the over. Um, I, I tweeted out a, a, just a couple of uh, stats earlier. Uh, so uh, 10 of TCU's 13 games have had at least 58 uh, combined points. And their games this year have averaged a combined score of 65.3. Now, eight of Michigan's 13 games have gotten to at least 58. But its games have averaged combined scores of 53.5. But uh, that doesn't really deter me because, I mean, there's so many uh, garbage offenses in the Big Ten, you know, from like Rutgers. Um, a lot, I mean, a lot of offenses in the Big Ten are not very not good. Your but, beloved, not your beloved Rutgers, bro. Right, that's basketball. That's basketball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do love RU and hoops. But um, yeah. So I'm I, I, I'm gonna put a little on the over pregame, and and maybe a touch on TCU. But I I really want to get uh TCU in game catching double digits because even if they get behind, I think the back door uh will be open with their explosive o- offense, Max Duggan, Quentin Johnson, and uh, a lot of speed they've got on the perimeter. Yeah, so uh, look, I I like the under. I'm gonna go the opposite way on you. Um, I, I it's not something that I'm like standing on a table, you know, pounding, demanding, like, hey, you know, ride this. Um, me neither on the over, by the way. That's yeah, a small like, opinion. The, the, I I think that the the books, I think the market, like it, the, these, the spreads and totals are pretty efficient, right? Like I've, I've got some questions on the Georgia one getting down to six, but then again, I mean, we'll see. But I think this one's pretty efficient, both spread and total wise. Uh, again. The reason that I like the under, I think, you know, Jim Harbaugh is going to approach it as he did in the NFL, saying, look, I'm going to run the football all game. I don't think that you're going to be able to stop it. Now, not that Michigan's going to score 70 points, right? But, like, he's going to run the football. He's going to run clock. And he's not going to be afraid to, you know, kick field goals, play field position and say, I'm going to bet that you're not going to go 75 yards five times on my number one defense in the country. You probably won't do it three times, right? Like, just don't screw up. Don't give him short fields. Like, I think that's how he approaches it. Uh, it could be a pretty quick-moving game, to be honest with you. Like, if it goes that route, if that's the game script. But then again, man, like, these college football playoff games, like, they're never close. And you get weird things that happen. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not huge on it. Now, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, you know, my plays uh, on both games, uh, I, I've got to get it out here on both of them because they're they're connected. Uh, Moneyline parlay on Georgia in Michigan, minus 120. I'm also playing an exact bet, all right? Georgia over Michigan in or no, yeah, Georgia over Michigan in the national championship plus 1 uh, plus 140. Plus Yeah, I put a little on that about a month ago just to yeah, yeah. play. It's a good one, dude. Like it's yeah. you know, pretty solid. Now, again, that's how I feel, you know, both I think both those teams are going to win, but I mean, we've seen crazier stuff before. Now, we a, a quick thing, we we spoke yesterday about Michigan that they've scored first in every game this year except Ohio State, all right? They've got uh, – BetMGM has a prop up. Does, who scores the first touchdown? And Michigan's minus 200, right? Like, right. I'm not saying bet it. I'm just saying, right. like, it, yeah. Like, they, they score quick. They score first. You know, generally and they've, and they've priced it like they're expecting it. Making yeah, it you know, double. like, which is, which is fascinating, right? Like, looking at, like, what is let – me, let me pull up here the first half here. So first half, Michigan minus four and a half, a total of 29 and a half. Like, God bless that first half under 29 and a half screams to me. I don't know. What do you think here? Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't have a first half uh, bet on this game um, 
Yeah, I'm not thinking anything on the first half. Now I have a first half opinion on the other game when we get to that one. Yeah, like I'm looking around like at, at you know, any other like, you know, interesting here. Like, okay, so I'll tell you what, like, give me a final score. Like, what do you think that this game is going to be? I like to do this when I get yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll say, um, I'll say 34-27 Michigan. 34-28, 34-27 Michigan. Yeah. So that'd be what, 61, 62? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me on math here. Yeah, think, right. Low 60s. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go 31-17. Like, I, 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 that's kind of like what where my head has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like Michigan is good for, like, 30, right? Like, I feel like 30 is right where they're at. It might be 28. But, like, that's where they're at. The question mark is, what is TCU score? Like, I, I, I can't – I don't know if they get to 20. I, I don't know. I, now, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying that they don't. But it's just kind of where my head, you know, goes in this one. So, we, we can talk about that in a minute. All right, let's get to the other college football playoff game today. And this one is at – what time is this one? At 8? 8 Eastern or 7 yep. our time. Yeah, 7 Central here. All right, so, Ohio State, Georgia. Georgia is a six-point favorite. The total is moving up 62 and a half. All right. So I throw it back to you, man. I know you're big on Georgia. What do you got? Yeah. So I, I'm predicting a 48 to 20 final, uh, a Georgia win. Um, Ohio State is 2 and 11 against the SEC all time in bowl games. And six of those losses have been by uh, 14 points or more. Uh, this year, Georgia has won 12 of its 13 games. Uh, by double-digit margins, this is their their smallest spread of the year. Their smallest previous spread was nine and a half uh, to Tennessee, um, and uh, yeah, I, I just think all the all the big games for Georgia this year they've showed up and, and dealt out pimp slaps uh, in all of them. Uh, I yeah. mean, Tennessee had a had a had a chance to get a backdoor cover there, and the final score was only 14, so I, I don't know that that's a legit... That score was not indicative of that Right, game. that's what I... Yeah, yeah I, I thought it was that was a misleading final in my mind. I don't think Georgia was ever threatened. I mean, they, they had a two-possession lead early, and they never lost a two-possession lead. Y- y- yeah, you didn't have to keep going. They were never threatened in that game. Like, they weren't. Like, they weren't right. Right. Okay, so, now, remember yesterday I mentioned... Um, those adjusted lines, yeah. uh, and I mentioned Georgia is my biggest bet of the year. So uh, my adjusted lines on uh, my accounts did not come out to this morning, uh, but I did play several of them. So and and again, these are just baby plays. Now uh, I'm still going to be a huge winner if Georgia wins by seven or more. Uh, actually, I have a little bit of my money at seven. Unfortunately, right within an hour of the line coming out, but most of my money is at six and a half or six. Um, but anyhow, so I'd rather win by eight or more is my point. I thought you were just going to say, I'm just going to be a big winner. Like, no, no, no. I, I'm saying even if, let's say if they win by eight, eight to 10, um, I'll still be a huge winner because my point is these bets I'm about to tell you about are very small, very small wagers. Okay. So I did Georgia minus 13 and a half. That's for a plus 165 return. I did them minus 16 and a half for a plus 215 return. And I did them minus 20 and a half for a plus 285 return. So those are just three really small plays. I also have a play 
on Georgia. One of my accounts, I got it at minus three for the first half. Uh, another one is at minus uh, three and a half even money. So I would get some of that as well. But like, let's say you're willing to put seven units in play, um, like five on Georgia for the game, one on Georgia in the first half, and then like a third of a unit on the three other plays uh, that I mentioned. I think uh, you want to sink or swim in terms of whether you win win money today uh, with with Georgia. That's that's my strategy. Uh, I could lose all my other bets today, and I'll still be a big big winner if Georgia covers for me. If that makes sense. No, no, it makes most, sense. Most of my bankroll today is on Georgia. I'll be tinkering around with some other games, but for much smaller amounts. So when it's halftime and Ohio State's up 24 to 3, like you're, you're putting a phone through a TV, hand through well, a wall. Actually, I'm probably betting Georgia in the second half is what I'm probably doing. Dude. So I'm and then I'm going to have a lot of have an uncomfortable amount of money at risk. Dude, don't. I, we all know that feeling and you get nerves in that first half. You're like, we need a good start. Let's not screw around it. You start, I love when like, as a better, when you start talking to the TV, one, you're the only one in the room. And two, you start talking like you're a coach. You're like, all right, boys, we need a good, need a good start here. Let's not turn the ball over. Let's punch it a touchdown. If anybody were around, they're like, what in the world? Like this guy's a psychotic. I don't know what he's doing now. All right. Here's a question. I'm going through BetMGM, all right? Just going through some of the, uh, you know, random bets and, and different options that they have here. All right, so under win total, all right, here on the app, on the site, you could take Georgia, all right, and over 50. You could take Georgia money line and over 54 and a half at minus 110. Hmm. Not bad. Like, like yeah. let, me, and let me say this. I'm on the over of 62 and a half. Like, I'm with you. Like, I think that Georgia is the most consistent team in college football. Like, they're going to score 35 points. They could score more, but, yeah. like, this team scores 35 points. It's like the Titans, 17 to 24. Like, and I'm not saying it as a joke. I'm just saying, like, as a better, like, you you, you kind of like teams that are consistent, teams that you can trust. Like, you know where they're going to be. Georgia scores 35 points. Like, that's what they do. They'll give up points. We saw it in the SEC championship game. I mean, that total was, like, 60 we took we both took the over on that one and it was like what came in at like 85 80, 80, 80 yeah 50 to 30 so georgia money line and over 54 and a half at minus 110 like that i i'm not going to lie like i'm about to hit you know except wager here i like that play a lot uh let me ask you like how do you feel they've scored 42 or more eight times this year in 13 so saying, games like Dude, they're ungodly consistent. Like that's what they do. Like and and and, and they even it out too. Like it, the first quarters can get weird because they could put up seventeen or they could put up three, right? But se- they're kind of like the Philadelphia Eagles. The second quarter comes and they generally have the ball at like your thirty-eight and at like three plays they're going in. They are unbelievably consistent, man. Um, so, yeah, like, I like the over. I like that uh, Georgia money line and over 54 and a half. You know, that, that's what I was just going to talk about. Like, you look at first quarter, okay? Georgia's half a point favorite. The total, 13 and a half. Like, if I made you play a first quarter play, 
on this game. All right. And hearing that, mm-hmm. Georgia half a point favorite, total 13. What, what's the juice on the ha- minus one half? Is it pretty bad, like minus one, 140? Oh, okay. One of my accounts had it at minus 140. Oh, I wouldn't mind laying minus 120. I, I would do Georgia. I, I would just do the side and not not get too creative just because I just think Georgia's the play in every facet of this game. So Georgia in the first quarter, I, I'm not against that at all. Yeah. All right. Here's an interesting one for you. Will both teams score three or more points in the first quarter? Yes, minus 125. No, plus 100. Wow, that's a tough one. That tough. would just have to. That's that would just be a pass for me. Like because like you're you're like I think Georgia could do it. But oh yeah, Georgia's gonna do it. I just I, I could see Georgia shutting Ohio State, State down. And it's like can can Georgia stop Ohio State from a big play early? Because I, I would know, like you know and what we were talking about yesterday and a little bit you know here today. Like understand, Ohio State has nothing to lose. Nothing. Like they go for fourth downs. Who gives a damn? Like, there's there's nothing to lose. No, they're not going to be stupid, right? But I'm just saying, like, they're going to play aggressive. You know they're going to be throwing nine routes to a whole slew of wide receivers we're going to see in the NFL. Marvin Harrison Jr., I don't care how good Georgia's defense is. Like, he's like Justin Jefferson of the NFL. Like, he's going to get his. You know what I mean? Um, when you say they have nothing to lose, you're you're meaning that after the Michigan game, they thought they were dead. They thought yeah. they were done for a whole week. They thought their season was over, and yeah. then all of a sudden they got new life. New and life. and I get that. However, I, I, you know, I I think if they get pounded again, first off, the embarrassment of just getting beat down by the SEC again, and, and then where would that leave Ryan Day? I'm not saying he's on the hot seat, but, I mean, back-to-back losses to Michigan in convincing fashion, and, you know, what was it, just two years ago they got pounded by Alabama 52-24 in the title game, and if they were to just get bounced by, you know, 30 uh, tonight, in other words, I just think. I, I know uh, where you're going. and I, I think there is a lot to lose. Especially for Ryan Day, specifically with his relationship with the fan base, et cetera, because I I know he's got plenty of job security, huge contract, and all that. But in college football, man, the way your fan base is toward you is just your reality. You know what I'm saying? It's true. No, no, you're right, and that's a good. When a fan base turns on a coach, there's really nothing. You know. No, no, you're right, and like it's not like Ryan Day has a bunch of. Uh, you know, rings or like all, you know, like all these built in items. Like if you're, if you're an Ohio state fan, you're like, you're like, I can go hire whoever the hell I want. Like I'm Ohio state. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What yeah, was it? Harbaugh said after the game last year, that day was born on third base talking about his tenure yeah. at Ohio state started on third base, which is completely accurate. Or yeah. 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 What, what'd you say? How, do, how did he turn? He was uh, uh, born on third base and thought he hit a triple. Right. Right, and he didn't hit a triple. Harbaugh, yes. dude, is funny. Harbaugh, yeah. like, he is not afraid to dig in. Like, he will – oh, he'll dig in. Yeah. When he uh, beat uh, uh, Pete Carroll in USC when he was at Stanford, he beat them, like, really bad, and he was going for two. Like, yeah, with Christian when it was like, Yeah, he was going for two when it's, like, 45 to 14. It, it, like, he didn't no it. time left. Let, let me say this, man. I've met Jim Harbaugh a couple times, and one of them was in um, um, 
the uh, in the uh, the visitors tunnel. Uh, you know when the Titans were playing the 49ers, and uh, dude, he is uh, intense. Let me just say that that man is intense. Nice guy. You're, pro- you're probably yeah. too young to remember him as a player. I mean, he was a hard nosed player. Dude, as a he ain't messing around. Yeah, yeah, like awesome guy. Like I, I won't say a negative thing about him, but that dude was. Dude, he was drilled in, son. Like he yeah. was locked in. I was like, I, you're like you're just watching him. You're like, all right, that don't don't mess with that dude. Like right. he's got his own thing. Uh, all right, let's talk about some other bowl games that we have today. All right, and let me kind of run through the schedule of what we have. I know we've got Alabama, and Kansas State about to start here. So that one's starting at about 35 minutes, 11 a.m. Central. Uh, and I'm gonna read through these, um, and then uh, well, there's only really two of them, but. Um, yeah, like just kind of, we'll go through each one. So, Kansas State, Alabama, Sugar Bowl, Alabama seven and a half point favorite, total of fifty seven and a half. And we've got Iowa, Kentucky in the Music City Bowl here in Nashville. Uh, Iowa's a three point favorite, a total of thirty one and a half. So, yeah, dude, I throw it over to you, man. Like, ooh, what are you? Yes. What are your thoughts here? So, um, uh, Iowa, Kentucky is a total pass for me. I was starting a third string quarterback and their first string quarterback, Spencer Petrus sucked too. And Alex Padilla, the backup has transferred. Uh, so they have, uh, a third string quarterback in Joey Labas, L-A-B-A-S, and he has never attempted a pass in his entire career. So there's part of uh, – and look, I was – the offense sucked with the first-team quarterback. I was got an elite defense. Kentucky's without Chris Rodriguez, their best running back in a long, long time. They're without Will Levis, um, and they might be missing uh, their the Virginia Tech transfer um, – wide receiver Tavion Robinson, uh, their, their tight end Keaton Upshaw hit the portal. Cavosi uh, Smoke, who's one of the back, you know, best uh, number two running backs in the SEC, he's gone. So they're starting a third string running back. Um, so with all that said, that, that one's a pass for me. Now, I did play Alabama in the first half uh, at minus four. I think it's up to four and a half uh, this morning. Um, I, did we talk Alabama at all yesterday? I don't yeah, think we, we did. did. Oh, we did. So yeah, yeah. I um, I, I bet them at minus five right when the news came out of Anderson and um, and uh, Bryce playing. Right. So I've got them at minus five. I came back with a little bit of K State plus seven. So really, it's just a small amount. And uh, I just decided, you know, I'm gonna do some first half. So really, most of my money is on Alabama in the first half. And I did a little reverse or or a parlay. Um, on uh, Alabama first half and Georgia first half uh, for anybody that might be interested. I don't do teasers in college, but I'm not against. I, I know we said a money line parlay with Michigan, Georgia or a teaser or, but I think uh, a teaser with Alabama and Georgia could, could work uh, or I, I like its chances to work a lot. Um, and so they're, they're uh, that's me for the other games today. All right. I'm going to tell you a little story real quick. All right, let's do it. So last night, all right, I'm driving to our CBS Sports Sports Line office. All right, it's on, if you're familiar, downtown Nashville. It's on Commerce Street. All right, basically Commerce and Third Avenue. Okay. So the way I'm coming is that, you know, you've got Broadway, which just goes right up. I've got to go across Broadway to the opposite side. So it's about six o'clock, 
Central last night, and I'm, I'm, I'm on the left side of Broadway. I've got to go through it to get to the other side, like one block over. Well, I'm pulling up, you know, to, to get close to Broadway, and I realize that they have the Music City Bowl, the Battle of the Bands of Iowa, Kentucky, and I was like, oh, man. Like, because once you get there, you there's nowhere to go. Like, you're, you're, you're trapped, right? Sure. So I was like, oh, man. Like, I'm going to be stuck. I'm going on TV in 45 minutes, right? I've got to go two blocks. I'm going to leave my car there if right. I have to, right? Dude, I went through in one minute. There's no one going to be at this game today. I'm telling okay, you. Okay, gotcha. Was, nice. There, 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 there might have been 90 people. Well, like, first off, Kentucky plays Louisville in basketball, and that tips off, I th- I believe, at noon Eastern. Yeah. And does this football? When does this football game kick off? Um, it is at. Hold on, I'll tell you. It is at. Uh, same oh, time. noon Eastern. It, yeah. 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 So no, all Kentucky fans are interested in in doing is beating Louisville in hoops today. That's all Kentucky fan base is worried about. Yeah. They're not even be watching this game until the Louisville hoops game is over. Yeah. So I, like, I laughed to myself, and I'm not laughing at, like, the fan base because I get it. If I were a Kentucky fan, dude, I'd be, I'd be going to the basketball game. Plus, you just played this bowl game last year. Like, why would I care? Yeah, right? rematch. So, think, like, I, yeah. so I'm not making fun of the schools. Like, understand, like, uh, not at all. Like, I would be the exact same way. But, yeah, I was looking around. I was like, oh, damn. Like, there's not going to be anybody <laughs> at this game. So, all right, for it, I'm playing the over 31 and a half just out of damn principle alone. If you give me 31, like – I mean, my God, like I, I'm going to play it now. I want to look at some interesting ones really, really quickly. All right. So the first half total is 15 and a half. The first quarter total is six and a half. Wow. All I got to do is get one touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah. Six and a half. So, yeah, I find that fascinating. I don't want anything to do with the spread. Uh, I'm passing. Yeah. Don't now, do it. If I had to pick it, I would pick Iowa, but I don't have to pick it. Um, just because <laughs> I, I just think Iowa's got the best. Iowa's defense is the best unit that'll be on the field today. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. You could take Iowa money line and over 60 and a half at plus 5,000. You could take Kentucky money line and over 60 and a half at plus 6,600. So there you go. If you see it being just a bonanza of scoring. 50 to 1 odds for Iowa outright and over what? 60? 500 to 1, right? It's, it's uh, let me see. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's uh, plus 5,000. So wait, uh, then that would only be 50 to 1. Yeah, sorry, right? sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, 50 to 1. I'm trying to make that 50, 50 to 1 is a hell of a, hell of a damn payout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you if, like, like if that's what I was looking at. Like, if you think, because look, I, I get it. You know, backup quarterbacks, like star players out. Oh, things can happen. Get a couple special teams touchdowns, I mean, couple pick sixes. You know who makes you know who makes business decisions at bowl games? Defense, not offense. Right. right. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there. Like, sure. go take a look at the win totals in that game. If you want to get crazy, fifty to one points. odds, man. That is, is, I mean, a, a score getting into the sixties is is not that big a deal. I mean, with these two teams, it it would be, but um, for fifty to one this. odds, you could take, you could take Iowa and over forty eight and a half, and it's plus eleven fifty. You could take Kentucky and over forty eight and a half, and it's plus fifteen fifty. 
You could take Kentucky money line and under 48 and a half at plus 145. Like, I'm Whoa, you, wow, wow. That is, uh, wow. Yeah, I'm you, I, I can do the, that. Yeah, bet MGM, like on the app, go to win totals in that game. Dude, there are options. Like, if sure. you want to make money, like, if you could knock that thing out, and, like, you could play a lot of them. Like, you could play three, four, five, like, five of them, put even money on them if you hit one of them. Mm-hmm. Auto profit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Just something fun there. Right. No, that's, that's, a, that's an expansive menu by our good friends at BetMGM. I like yes. that. I I'm ready for BetMGM to be in the state of Florida if uh, we never get our stuff together. Yeah, uh, I was I was down in Florida not too long ago, and it was uh, it was it was it was odd. Like, yeah, yeah we went to uh, what was the 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 Seminole Hard Rock, I think. Yeah, so that's where. Yeah, that's where it was legal for like a month a in twenty. Yeah. yeah, in twenty twenty one. That's where Calvin in- Calvin Ridley got in trouble. <laughs> that is. I was playing some kind of COVID craps game where, like, you couldn't touch the dice. It was weird. It was it was odd. I, like, I had a good time, but it was, yeah, it was odd. All right. So, that's college football. All right. Um, not going to keep everybody because games start in 30 minutes. Let everybody get their picks in and all that. But I thought to you, anything that you have NFL-wise, uh, college basketball, um, uh, NBA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll say this. Anybody who played Western Michigan, Wisconsin last night over 125? Dude, Yes. Wisconsin at home is money. They do not miss – like, they are lights out. You're basically betting, can you get the other team to 50 points? Like, keep that Like keep that with you as the year goes. I know that we're getting a conference play now. But, like, there's something about Wisconsin at home, dude. Like, they just drill left and right. It's crazy. All right, yeah. So good. All right, so, yeah, I don't think I mentioned this one yesterday. So, I really like the Bengals again. I mean, I've just been playing them for months now, and they've been great to me. Uh, I know they're obviously up against it against Buffalo uh, this week, and they did lose Lyle Collins, uh, their starting offensive tackle. Uh, But this team got to the the Super Bowl last year with the worst O-line in football. Um, They have now won seven games in a row, both straight up and against the spread, since week three. So, just think about how – back how how long ago that was they are 11 and 2 straight up and 12 and 1 against the spread the only non cover being on that uh short week game where they had to go to Cleveland and got spanked um they've won 5 in a row at home both straight up and against the spread this is only their third game as an underdog this year i mean not it's not much just one or one and a half but um they're 2 and 0 against the spread with one outright win as an underdog this year uh, in the last 14 games, Joe Burrow, 32 to 8 TDINT ratio. Uh, the Bills are in a back-to-back road spot uh, playing at Chicago last week, and they're currently uh, mired in a 3-6 and six against the spread uh, slump. So I am on uh, the Bengals. Uh, like I, uh, I believe I mentioned uh, yesterday, I'm on Detroit, minus 6. I also think they're a great tease team. Um, the Bears are an abysmal one and six straight up, two and five against the spread in seven road games. Uh, in Detroit's last eight games, they're six and two straight up, seven and one against the spread. I know it might give some people pause. Uh, a lot of Detroit's ATS success this year has been as an underdog, but um, in their last two home games, uh, and I'm just saying this to not. Uh, worry about laying six is uh, they beat Minnesota by 11. Minnesota's a lot better than Chicago and they beat Jacksonville 40 yeah. to 14. 
Jacksonville's a lot better than Chicago. And uh, Jared Goff at home this year, a 20 to 3 TDINT ratio. So by the same token, I also like uh, Chicago Detroit over uh, 52. The over is 10 and 5 overall for both teams. When they played in Chicago, which was in November, dealing with the cold weather and the elements at Soldier Field. They still had 61 combined points, a 31-30 uh, Detroit win. And uh, in Detroit's home games, the over is 6-2. Uh, and two. And one of those unders was against Buffalo and had 53 combined points but stayed under 54.5. But with the 52-point total, that would be an over. So, yeah, the Bengals, uh, Detroit, Detroit-Chicago over – um, and, uh, I'm not against the Niners team total over 13 and a half in the first half, uh, in Pert. Now they only got seven in the first half last week, but in Purdy's first two starts, they had 14 at the half in, uh, the game against, um, uh, Seattle and they had 28 at halftime against a very good Tampa, uh, defense. So, um, and I also think that the Niners are a good tease team, potentially with Detroit. And, uh, yeah, those are my – oh, and I like Travis Kelsey's uh, receiving yards prop to go over. Uh, it should be in the low to mid-70s, probably. I would like it up to, like, 75-and-a-half, probably. Nice. There like we go. It. I like it. All right, only one for me, NFL-wise. I'll, we'll have more. Uh, and Dude, let, let's talk about it on Twitter, YouTube, wherever. Like, uh, we'll talk about it. All throughout, I just need to go through all the prop bets. Haven't had a chance to um, since last night. But uh, Broncos, Chiefs, over 45. Now, we talked about consistency with Georgia. Chiefs pretty much there. Like, I think the Chiefs get to 30 points. Still battling with Buffalo, number one spot in the AFC. Um, But, you know, you get a little bit of juice, you know, when you fire a head coach, college football and the NFL. And I think that not only... Will we get that from Denver? But have you seen the players like Jerry Judy and these guys rallying around Russell Wilson? Like they've all come out in support of Russell Wilson. Now they didn't say anything negative about Nathaniel Hackett, but I don't think that they needed to. Like, I'm not buying it though. I'm not buying I've it. Seen, it's I've just seen, and I'm with part of their job to talk to the press. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, I hear you, but let me see you. Like, yeah. I, show me first. That being said, forty-five. Like. If the Chiefs get to 30, like, we just need the Broncos to get to 17. Well, that game had 62 combined, the first meeting, 34-28, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and, and I think Kansas City had 27, like, with plenty of time left in the second quarter. Yeah, I mean, they, they just, jumped They went into on one on. of their lulls. Yeah, yeah. So, that that's – I'll have more, but, like, as of right now, like, that's what – that's what I'm banking on. Um, but you know what? I, I said the same thing because in my head I was like, ooh, like – Maybe Dipper's got something that I was like, uh, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to show me on this one. Like I I I can't trust you here. Hey, well, let me I ask you on unders like fourteen and one or something. Like it's something crazy. Oh, Denver. Yeah, it was like that. But they, haven't they had back to back overs? Because that yeah. that was the first one, the Kansas City game, and yeah. oh, and then because I, they I gave up three. so many of the Rams. Yeah, uh, is it three, three straight overs? Yeah, because last well, week, no, I'm uh, saying as a whole, I think they're like oh three three yeah. overs all year. Yeah, yeah. I, two, right. two in a row, and they had one earlier. So I think they're like right. thirteen and three to the under. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. What did you think? Trace McSorley played bad last week. I thought he played pretty good against Tampa. Yeah, I thought. Why? He did. Why is? Why is? 
what is Kingsbury doing starting David Blau? I have no idea. Of, what the hell is that about? I, I, let, let me say, I have no idea what Arizona's doing as a whole. Oh, like, Kingsbury's he's gone. He, he's either getting fired or he's resigning because he hates Kyler Murray. Well, him and Kyler Murray are the same agent, and they both did all that stuff this offseason and both got contract extensions, as did uh, uh, Steve Kime, their GM. Like, I Isn't he no on leave? He's on leave still. Yeah, that, they're yeah. about to blow that whole thing up, I think. Yeah. I, I, their best quarterback's Colt McCoy. <laughs> Frank, yeah. He's their best quarterback, which is, well, Colt McCoy, actually, I'll give him credit, man. Like, he's a decent backup. It's pretty good yeah. backup. He didn't leave you in bad spots. But I, I mean, dude, you I, don't I, want I, him I, as your I, starter, but <clears throat> I have no idea why they're starting black. Like I, I, I don't know anything that they do. And I'll tell you this: you want to talk about consistency? Watch, watch their offense. They do the same thing when you look at first down to fourth down. Okay, they do the same damn thing five times in a drive. They run James Connor direct snap counter run. Yeah, it goes nowhere. Quick look, look to the Wake Wake Forest guy, Greg Dortch. Yeah, so it, they do that every time at first down. It never goes anywhere. So you you lose a down. It's it's you might as well just start on second and ten. Then they throw a short pass, like you said, George. Third and six. They've got to make you know a six yard third down conversion. Five six times every drive. They do it every se- like every sequence. It's exactly the same. Like I, I it, it's amazing for somebody who's like you know the the quarterback genius offensive guy, right? Like, watch, I'm telling you, watch it. It'll drive you insane because you're like, what What are we doing? Like, what the hell is the plan here? Yeah. With all that said, I would not lay the points for my Falcons this week. <laughs> no. Now, here's the interesting point. I'm with you. I think Desmond Ritter is going to be good. Like, I, I, I'm not saying he's going to be good this week. He could. But, right. like, he's got some talent, dude. No, I, I, I mean, why haven't we been playing him all year? I, I just can't stand Arthur. I know you guys like Arthur Smith because he did have well, a good tenure at Tennessee. I can't stand. Well, I mean, he, he. I don't know what happened with this Mariota thing. Like, those are two like pretty decent human beings, right? Like, you, you don't really see like two good. Like, if you have a, like your friend group, you know, and if you have like eight people, you know, and you're like, ah, uh, like Rick, like I love him, don't trust him at all, but I love him. But like the two like solid guys. Like yeah. when they fight, you're like, like that. Mm-hmm. That generally doesn't happen, right? You know? I don't know what the hell happened in that one. So, all right, that's enough rambling. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We live again this coming Friday. We'll break down the national championship, NFL Week 18 playoffs, and more. But until then, best of luck. Cash these tickets. We'll see you next week. Good luck, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.